0: Hi friends, welcome. Today I want to talk about a designer and animator from London that I came across. He has wonderful, lively work. He creates three-dimensional type things with three-dimensional software, I would assume. Well, on a two-dimensional screen, but he creates three-dimensional scenes in the two-dimensional software on the two-dimensional scene. Uh, His name is, and I hope I get this right, Ricard Badia, but it could be Richard without a C. I don't know if that exists, though. Anyway, I wanna talk about some of his work and why I think it's so fantastic. Here we are on his profile. The first thing you will notice as you scroll through his feed is he has a very bright and bubbly sort of style to what he creates. It's very three-dimensional, very shiny, very colorful, lots of beautiful contrast going on. Also, I want to mention very quickly, you may notice I have more green behind me in the lighting department. I had somebody mention that I should make the green light brighter because they like the reflections on the walls. That's the brightest it would go. So when you can't add more brightness, you add more actual lights. So before long, we're gonna have like probably 47, I think is is my goal. It's gonna be so bright that it just looks like some sort of alternate green dimension behind me that's the goal but back to his feed so let's go to the first one and uh talk about actually we'll go to the video which is the second post from the first one because the first one is related to the second one so if we click them we see a video with and uh it has this very lively interesting fun music going on uh, with the beat and what have you electronic beat and then you see the The radio that's sitting up on top of a shelf, person sitting in the, well, person. It's a blue person that's a plasticky, rubbery looking person with a red hat on. He's sitting in a bathtub. There's somebody else sitting in a bathtub with him, another little blue person sitting in some bubbles. You just see his eyes. It's very cute, very cute. The, uh, a red radio that's sitting on the shelf, he like sticks his brush up to turn the radio up and then it falls in lands in the tub and then everything turns to blocks which signifies him getting electrocuted so there's a lot of humor in his work that i think is fantastic but there's a a sort of an addictive quality to me of his style the addictiveness comes in the shininess and the roundness and the the rubbery plasticky nature of the look and also his interesting handle on colors everything's everything's so uh, bubbly and bright and exciting. It's just fun to look at. It's addicting to look at in that sense. And uh, so, what he'll do is he'll share the video, and then sometimes he'll share another post with screenshots of the same thing without the animation happening, uh, just close up shots of parts of his creations and the way that he set up the lighting and this sort of thing, <laughs> the, the little stereos and, and mid falling. Everything looks like toys, and I think that's part of what makes it so uh, addicting to the eyes and to the mind. We have another shot of a shot. We have another design of a a metal-looking fellow. He looks like he has some brushed metal on the top of his head, Uh, more brushed metal on the bottom, but a different color. He looks like a robot. He has his eyes, uh, big eyes with his mouth in the middle, very goofy, lots of character going on. He has eyebrows. He has these... Cord springy things for arms. Hard to explain. Uh, It's certainly not of this world in a lot of ways. Very bizarre stuff. Beautiful, interesting blue palm tree-esque experience on the wallpaper behind him. There is something metal coming out the side. I don't know what that is. He looks like he's sitting on a tripod, and he's just smiling. He has this like knowing smile. He adds character to his characters in subtle ways and this is the mark of a good character designer and animator and uh you see this person looks like he has just a little bit of an attitude i think that's fantastic go to the next one we see a video once again with the same uh, character as in the previous shot like before and uh, the person's talking, I'm not sure what he's saying, I don't remember actually listening to this one, but he's talking, he's animating the character. The He's actually making the little tripod that the character's sitting on. Oh, he's an old camera, that's what's going on, we figured it out. He's like an old 1940s camera or something, I think, with like three lenses on it, wow. So he's making the tripod be his legs and the the legs are moving around as he moves to give, uh, to give him some character. And it's unique. I've never seen a style quite like this. I've seen it very close to this in the sense of creating bubbliness and, you know, three dimensional, uh, uh, lively characters, happiness and sunshine, that sort of thing. I've seen that, but I've never seen it done quite like this. We have another shot of, an, of a night scene. Looks like they're in some inside some sort of apartment. There's a blue guy with a big round head and red eyes, red and yellow eyes. The red is the pupils. He has a mouth that looks like two hot dogs. He has uh, a nose that's perfectly, it's like a cylinder. It's like it comes out and then it rounds off at the end. Uh, Lots of little things that make it feel so intriguing to the the eyes. Uh, We have a shot of another person. I think, yeah, there we go. If we swipe over, it zooms in. We have a shot of another little guy sitting down on the ground, ro- uh, rounded, robotic kind of character. He looks like, almost like a suitcase, but if it was made of shiny plastic, he has these little, it looks like a switcher board, like back in the day when they used to, when you used to make a phone call, and, and the women sitting in the the switcher room would pull the thing and put it in the other one so you can make a phone call to your grandpa and ask for milk, that sort of thing. He did that at, as the mouth of this person, of this, uh, it's called self portrait. So I guess this is what he actually looks like. That's interesting. I'm not really sure how a human comes out this way, but I guess anything is possible if you believe, you know? Uh, the eyes are like these old, uh, it's hard to explain, old red light I don't know if I'm going to get anywhere with this one. trying to think of what I can compare it to. It almost looks like the headlight's a really, really old car. Uh, The arms are, once again, these springy, metal-feeling things. The hand has a cigarette in it, so he's smoking a cigarette with one of these switcher holes, I suppose. His feet are these little round bowl plate things. Uh, He's creative in the sense that he makes up things that don't actually exist in the real world and that's something that is an interesting creative skill set that's much different than if you're a photographer or filmmaker and you're utilizing what you have around you and telling a story about it this person is creating a world from nothing from within his head and perhaps from inspirations from the world around i mean obviously from inspirations from worlds from the world around him because these people look like humans at all right but uh, but that level of creative open-mindedness is something to be inspired by and uh, to learn from. We have another design and uh, scene of a guy who is a robber, I believe. He has a knife. He ha- he's a very cartoonish-looking character, but three-dimensional nonetheless. He has a coat on, a green coat that covers his face, goes all the way up to his nose, as to conceal his identity. It gives him a lot of character. He looks very goofy, even though he he's trying to look menacing, right? And his eyes are huge, which I think gives... Whenever in animation, whenever you want something to look very cute, you give them enormous eyes. You will see them in popular Disney movies. And in this case, perhaps he utilized that principle here to make the guy feel a bit more goofy and less like an actual... Horrifying person with a knife that's gonna stab you in the liver. Uh, which you know, if you're going after that, go for it. But then make his eyes so small that you can't even see him. He doesn't even have eyes. He he. Uh, his eyes are like little little peas. He has a hat on that's the same color as his coat. He has the sun coming in behind him. Beautiful orange light contrasted against the green. Uh, reflecting off the knife in the right direction. Well done, even though technically I think it might not in this case, because the knife's pointing towards us. Uh Uh-oh, failure. Uh, But yeah, really interesting stuff, really playful stuff. I wanted to go down to this, how far are we in are we? Nine minutes. I want to go down to this one that I really enjoy. It's like a little piano machine robot thing. You have these springy arms. He likes to make these springy arms, but this time, instead of metal, they're plasticky and yellow, and the colors here are this like teal contrasted with yellow and pink. This is what the thing is made out of, these these colors. It looks super plasticky. It looks like a toy you would want to have if you're a four-year-old. It looks like something I'd want to have in my house now because it just looks so fun. It makes you happy to look at and the, he's playing a little ditty and the audio of course adds to adds another dimension of of fun to this whole thing but uh you, you see as he plays as he plays the piano on himself with his arms as a little piano robot person you see these little horns going up and down as he's as he's pushing the piano buttons and he has two little lights that are supposed to signify eyes some vents which i suppose should uh, signify uh his nose And let's see, what time is it? I'm supposed to wrap this thing up. Okay, there we go. My wife has a meeting. Uh, So I I really love that one. That one's one of my favorites. I'll get to my absolute favorite in a minute, but I'm going to do a couple more really quick. Uh, Let's see here. I like this one a lot. This is a still frame of somebody. (laughs) I keep calling them somebody because he does a great job at making them into characters. Little Robot Man, who is a red little case looking thing with arms and he's plugging a yellow cable, bear with me, he's plugging a yellow cable into a hole of another thing that looks like him the yellow cable looks like a little eighth inch cable and it's actually remarkably realistic looking there's also a level of tremendous realism to this but it's like romanticized realism, it's It's, it's realism in a perfect, it's like when you walk into an arcade and everything's like over the top, but you have these realistic curves on the, on the arcade machine because they actually exist in real life. It's that kind of feel, I suppose. He's, he's, he's using his hand to plug this little eighth inch cable into a another hole Uh, on the right, on the left side, we have like a yellow speaker from like an amplifier very, uh, very uh, random scene, lots of randomness going on, but it makes sense when you look at it. It's something that he crafted in his head and then exploded it out upon his, his software, right? The eyes are holes for the other ends of the eighth-inch cables or other eighth-inch cables coming into the frame. They're plugged into the little robot guy's eyes, and then you have his mouth which is uh, like a little metal shiny thing, smiling. So he's, he's a happy guy. Less attitude than the other one. It's really interesting stuff. You see this contrast of yellow and red throughout the frame. Very minimalistic quality, which I think is another thing that adds to the in- intrigue. He likes to make little music machines. We have another one with a, a little robot guy controlling a bigger uh, little rope, a bigger non-so, non, what? A bigger... Robot that does not appear to have life in it, perhaps. So the little guy is controlling the big thing, or he's part of the big thing, perhaps. But he's moving the little handles around, and a, a hand is poking buttons, looks like drum pads. And we see a red background against a teal, bluish, greenish kind of toy looking thing uh, with these yellow buttons and knobs. And then you have accents of pink, like the arm is pink, the speaker is pink, and the the actual little guy on top is bluish with pink legs. And so it's like four or five different colors flying around in this frame. It's thoughtfully done. I really enjoy it. And when you listen to it with the audio, it's you can. it's one of those things that you can listen to over and over, and they're built to loop. He animates these things to loop a lot of times. So it's it's something where you get addicted to scrolling through the feed and i think that's fascinating and i like to think about how this can this can be used in a uh, commercial sense how could he use this style to tell a story i think it would be interested interesting to see a company use these sorts of animations on their web page for educational or illustration purposes, right? Get some information across in a way that's playful and fun. I like to think about that stuff. More music machines, this and that. Okay, I'm gonna go to my favorite one really quick. It's super simple. (laughs) It's a green popsicle. It's a very shiny green popsicle, which I just wanna poke. He's rocking back and forth on a, a pink can in a sort of yellowish, bright, banana-colored room. The colors are so pleasing and addicting to me. I could sit here and watch him sit on this can. He's rocking back and forth on the can. His little popsicle stick is sticking out and it's like his legs. He's just going back and forth. He's got his eyes blinking. He's got a little green mouth. I don't know why he put a popsicle on a can. I would love to talk to him and ask him how this came to mind. Maybe it has some sort of deep meaning. He came, he overcame some uh, intense depression and this was the thing that got him through it. And then he turned it into to something real. Maybe this was a dream he had that, let him know that everything's gonna be okay the next day. <laughs> but it's so fun, I could watch it forever. I think I'm gonna get like a picture frame, but one of those, you know, animated picture frames, cause it is 2019, let's be honest, and put it on my wall and it will just be this animation looping forever and ever. We have a close-up. He, he likes to do these close-ups where you can get a nice detail shot of the, the character at play. So that's it for this one. I just really like his style. I think it's super playful and fun. I think that it's something to study no matter what sort of art form you're doing. You can learn a lot from, from uh, the open-mindedness and the, uh, the different ness, the divergentness of this sort of style? What sets him apart from other people who pursue a very similar type of style? Because there are a lot. What makes this guy stick out to me over those? What makes me stay on his profile a little bit longer? In case you were curious, I just looked on his profile and he uses Cinema 4D for his animations. You may have noticed that on the screen recording as well. I would love to hear your thoughts about him as a creator and also about other people that you follow who have similar qualities to him, even in other genres of the artistic world. But that's it for this one. Uh, Oh, and if you do share those people, I might cover them in a future video. I would love to hear about anybody that you would like for me to cover in a future video. I hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye, drink your water. My wife says bye.